On this week's episode of Cutscenes, we talk about the Game Awards 2022 edition. Let's get right into it. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game, movie, and TV podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lesperance. And I'm Travis Colnut. And hey, we're back and we're talking today about the Game Awards 2022. But before we do that, uh, y'all, season four is coming. Let's talk about it. What are we doing? Are, are we talking about it now? We're just, now? Yeah, let's do it. We're just going to drop it, it right, right now. now. Grip it and rip it, baby. <laughs> it's kind of exciting. Okay, first of all, it took... Let's say what it's been. What it's been like thirteen months? Because you said eleven months since we last it's, recorded. It's been eleven. No, yeah, no, no, it's no, been no. Basically a year. I carried it all oh, by myself for a did. whole episode. Last time we recorded <laughs> was like early November. Oh my gosh! Fair. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long Lara Croft, time. Tomb Raider. So oh my gosh. I'm excited because not only are we back, but I feel like mm-hmm. we have the biggest announcement that we've ever made. Yes, huge. Like by huge. far. You want to tell yeah. him, Travis? Me? Okay. Um, <laughs> when there's a very big new show coming out in January. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's HBO's The Last of Us. What's that? Oh, what, what, is, what that? is that? What's that, what Travis? Is that? You, well, you know what? Listen to our podcast. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, get him. Yeah. No, uh, we are going to be doing a weekly watch along with this show. And yeah, I'm we are really, really excited. We normally focus on, you know, stuff that's already come out for a while. But the fact that we're going to be like every single week watching this show, talking about it, speculating about what's going to happen next. And oh, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You have no it idea. felt required, right? It does. Like, it it's does. like, this it's a, a big, big deal. Yes. It's, it's a landmark moment in like video game, movie and TV. So mm-hmm. HBO the last of us we've got you know pr- two prestige things just like smashing together yeah. and i'm so excited for it i thought you were gonna say hbo sponsor me daddy but <laughs> what maybe that's just what i should say <laughs> that, that's that's all you man i don't know what that is yeah sponsor me neil uh yeah so the show starts on january 15th of next year so expect a first episode from us shortly thereafter mm-hmm. we haven't figured out what day of the week they're gonna come out because the show comes out sunday and we don't know when we're gonna record so Maybe the first show on the 17th of January. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm excited. I'm so excited. Me too. Yeah. We even got special cover art for next season. So that's when you know it's big. Yeah. Don't look at your feed and be like, I didn't subscribe to this. No. (laughs) It's just a different picture. I promise. Yeah. Well, I I think we're also going to say cutscenes. The the Last of Us recap podcast is our title, but we'll figure that out. For sure. SEO, baby. (laughs) Uh, but hey, this is not a podcast about The Last of Us HBO series. It's a podcast about uh, the Game Awards 2022. Uh, and so let's talk about Big Jeff's big adventure last night. How do we feel about it? Why don't we talk about like how we felt about the show to start? Was it good? Was it bad? Kate, Please say words, okay. Katie. So on the whole... I, Happy belated birthday also, Katie. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I had a wonderful birthday, birthday watching the Game Awards. It's, it's a great day. Um... On the whole, I have critiques. I will get into them. But top to bottom, I felt like it was the cleanest, most well-paced show. Um, 
obviously they had great announcements, which helps out a lot. It helps keep people's mm-hmm. interest. But just like pacing wise and how the show was constructed, um, I feel like a couple things were lacking as a result. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought it was like the most enjoyable time spent that I've had so far watching the Game Awards. I didn't feel like there was lows. I didn't feel my attention waning. Like it was it was fun top to bottom. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like it was a it was a well-paced show. I think that you said it either our group chat or online Katie that like super well-paced. There was very little like filler in it. Uh, I mean maybe Christopher Judge's speech, but we'll get <laughs> to that. Um but beyond that, like the show top to bottom was a lot of fun and there was very little to critique um maybe outside the beginning and end. Travis, I don't know if you feel the same way. No, I feel the same. It's probably the most engaged I have felt watching the Game Awards. Like, and I've we've been watching them together for a while now. And like this one, there were moments like because I, I went to Katie's and I actually watched it live with her. And there were moments where I was like, I need to talk about this, but there's something cool still happening on the screen. Yeah. Like I didn't have the chance to really catch my breath. Um, mm-hmm. which I liked a lot. I, I think it was good because I just kept it kept me captivated where I definitely felt like previous years I was like, Oh, okay. What, what else are we doing? Cause there's, it's not as interesting or I wasn't as drawn to whatever they were talking about, but it felt, it felt fun. It was, it was just good. It was just mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. A lot of this year, like, like triple announcements where there's like, here's a block of announcements. I know he did a couple in the pre-show to your point, Travis, about like, you can't talk about it cause you miss it. Cause I think in the pre-show we did dead cells, Castlevania, and then he did like the Hellboy game almost like one after the other. So at points, like there was just so much happening that you're like, oh my God, world premiere, world premiere, world premiere. <laughs> I need to keep watching. Yeah. yeah. I feel like in the past, they did more setup in between world premieres. And it's like sometimes you don't need it, especially for like, um, unless it's like the biggest announcements of the night, which they did for um, certain things. There was. Uh, well, there was a whole stage thing for the Star Wars thing. Yeah, like, like Star Wars, yeah. your From Soft, thing, your yeah. Um, yeah. There was another Kojima big got one. a light show. Yes, obviously, because yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. Kojima. But other than that, it was like no to the next thing, to the next thing, and just kept the pace going. I will say, like you said, there was not really a moment to breathe very mm-hmm. often. I feel like there's still something missing as far as making it a retrospective award show. Because the awards mm. really took, obviously, the back seat, it felt like. They happened. Yeah. We gave out awards. Right. People went up and accepted their award. All well and good. But I still feel like there's just a component that would add variety to the night that needs to be added that is something to do with um, just like looking back on the year specifically. Right. I yeah. feel like you could do like a little, um, like a rapid fire montage, a little retrospective mm-hmm. and like a rapid fire thing of of clips of developers in particular talking about the last year of like what stood out to them what was a big moment what what things about specifics about game development of like oh this thing in this game that we made that I'm really proud of that like people probably don't pay attention to that actually makes a big difference in people's experience that was this cool thing we did and how we did it yeah. like i want stuff like that that digs into making games Mm-hmm. I that I think would add so much to to making it more of a celebration of games and and right. yep. would lend less to this critique that it's just like a big commercial for the next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're never looking back at like we're it's supposed to be the game awards from the games of 2022, 
but all the focus is on what's coming next. And, and I love next game year, announcements. Right, Don't get me for wrong. Sure. But, I, but, but there's a balance there. That's just, it's yeah. a li- I need it to sway just a little bit better. more. It was better. I absolutely agree. Yeah. But I agree with you that like, and again, it, an impossible job that I, I could never oh, imagine doing as a human being. But you would love um, to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I can imagine it. Yeah. Um, but essentially, like, I think even in the pre-show, there might be room to do that, like, four-minute, five-minute montage or even to kick off the show. You know, instead of doing a big announcement right away or, you know, having Al Pacino come out, maybe it's a four-minute montage. But again, I don't know how that stuff, like, translates totally. because there were a lot of people that watched the Game Awards, uh, but I don't know if the average person, um, like, cares for a four-minute retrospective, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Because there's, like, there's normies and then there's people like us that watch it and you have to have that delicate balance of both. It's, it's the award show problem, yes, right? Yes, because they're trying to get the normies, Right. They're, they want right. it to be the biggest show in gaming. And to do that, yep. you have to have a yeah, mainstream element to it and not get too uh, into the nitty gritty. But mm-hmm. I feel like one or two of those little segments just sprinkled in would make a big difference in the vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's almost because like and I know other awards shows do this, but I, the rapid fire giving away awards that happens sometimes where it's like, here's four awards and we're just giving them away right now and boom, it's done. We, they don't go on the stage. They don't talk. They don't do anything. You're not getting that retrospective on those games and those categories, right? Even if let's say, you know, oh, here's the indie category. We're going to talk about the indie games that came out this year first mm-hmm. and then give the award, even if they're not coming on stage to do a you know an actual like uh, acceptance speech you can still do that but there's just the focus is like okay let's get these awards out of the way so that we can yep. show you another trailer you know and so you don't i just want to know when we cut the esports categories like that's where my <laughs> mind goes to well i mean yeah because like, honestly, honestly think about there. it like that's there are other award shows for esports and it's like you know uh it's almost like they're trying to capture all of sport right because there are so many titles in esports and every title's different and there are so many amazing storylines and like you know people who watch esports like i watch some esports but i watch one esport right i don't watch eight esports i don't know anyone that watches eight esports so they look at a category and they're like cool i know who faker is but i don't know who like bazooka is as a coach or who simple is so like it's stuff that i I just i'm like you could use that two minutes for something else when like esports is clearly not the focus of this award show rant over. Sorry. I interrupted you, Travis. Oh no, you're good. I I agree. But basically because it's like, Oh, they're trying to give a little bit to the esports lovers. But is that what's going to keep those people watching that like two minutes watching this? Like you said, so either you're going to pay more attention to it, which you're not because you don't have enough time or Mm -hmm. you don't need it. Because it's not, yep. it's not getting, nobody is getting anything from that, really. Because if you yep. want to see it, or you, you want more of it. Or you do it even before the pre-show. Yeah. Like yeah. they do for the, the Oscars where they yeah. have some stuff that's like done in a separate ceremony. Mm-hmm. Maybe esports doesn't even make the pre-show. Yeah. It's just but again, at that point, then why even of, like, Should it even yeah. be there? Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. It's complicated stuff. Hard problem. It is. Mm-hmm. Hard, to, hard to make yeah. a, a show. <laughs> but it sounds like all in all, we enjoyed oh, yeah. the show. Yeah. Uh, it gets better. Um, it, it keeps getting better. Let's talk about some of the high points because there were some really cool announcements, uh, some really cool moments. So who wants to just start and throw out one of their, their favorite moments of the show? I mean, honestly, do we just say it? Like, I screamed at Death Stranding. 
See, you know, you said it yeah. as if it was going to be obvious, but I saw your face and I didn't know oh, if you yeah. were about to say uh, Death Stranding or Bayonetta because <laughs> no. his face, man, let me tell you, yeah. Bayo showed up on at- screen and Travis just went, Bayo! <laughs> in exactly that voice and uh yeah it, it it cracked me up i think i was more surprised by bayo i was i was yes. anticipating something from kojima but that was like the moment for me was like yeah. death stranding was the moment for me mm-hmm. right? that was a good like, trailer i was thinking about that forever like i barely yeah. paid attention afterwards because i was like th- i'm still thinking about it like it's mm-hmm. i i didn't know i wanted a sequel as badly as i that's what we were saying beforehand is um we had said to each other okay if he wants to make death stranding 2 great i kind of want something new and surprising like you know i just want kojima to make crazy stuff and and make me go whoa what is that so we're like so good as its thing like i didn't you know i don't need unnecessary sequels when it's like this is great as it is and i'm like do i need a sequel well apparently i need a sequel because like oh yeah holy shit like i am like blown my mind was just like, there's no, what is this? Oh my God, it's Death Stranding. And I'm freaking out yep. and I'm like yeah. blown away in my seat as I'm like uh, watching it. I'm just, I'm yeah. so excited. I haven't so seen after- it. It kind of looked Metal Gear. Yeah. It did. kind of like a Metal Gear game. That was part mm-hmm. of my mind blowing that I was like, that, that looks like, that looks like Metal Gear. It looks like we're shoving yep. the two together. And I'm like, remember uh-huh. that, um, I think it was at Summer Games Fest when they did that little video, I for, I think it was for like DLC or something, where it showed Sam Porter Bridges taking a box off of the shelf, climbing into it Metal Gear style, and then going, nah, and putting it back on the shelf. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, he hinted that he's going to like tr- combine them somehow. And then me and Travis mm-hmm. are going way in deep. And we're like, yeah. are we are we in the same universe? Are these things tied together? Is this the future of Metal Gear? I don't know. Yeah. I'm Ugh. so excited. I'm so excited. But somehow you miss Troy Baker and his like intestine translucid torso when you wasn't that you and I talking about that today, Katie? No. Where I was like, <laughs> no, okay, so someone else I, I mentioned like the Death Stranding thing, and I was like, Yeah, and when like Troy Baker was about to sing for five seconds, yeah, and you could see his like intestines through his torso, that was a moment. But I was more focused on like- her face, on the face, because it was the president mom sister face mask yeah i yep uh-huh that was yeah. the weird part for me i was like what is happening but that's what mm-hmm. i mean kojima just does this right like here i i need to like watch an hour long let's dissect every second of this trailer video and just just go for it because i'm mm-hmm. i need to see every detail in there so i can try to yep. understand yeah we came in not knowing mm-hmm. if we needed death stranding too and then as soon as that trailer was over we're like all we want and need is death stranding too yeah yeah i want yeah. it right now I, yeah, but Kojima's also working on a separate title yes. for Xbox. Right? Yes, interesting. I know I'm the horror game, maybe, maybe mm, we okay. don't know. It could be anything. I don't know. For as much as we complain about like auteurs and games, games are made by teams. Like there ain't nothing like a Kojima game, mm-hmm. really. Like that's a specific kind of BS. Yeah. Absolutely, it's my kind um, of BS. Yes, it's our kind of BS. DS is my BS. <laughs> my God. <laughs> That's the dorkiest thing I think you've ever said. Someone made a 2DS joke online and I was just like, okay, <gasps> DS2 for D- 2DS. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, uh, can I can I go and tell you what my most exciting? So DS2 is my second most like exciting moment of the night. Okay. My most excited moment of the night was Hades 2. Because yeah, I was like- I was wondering how much you up, were excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. It came up and I was like- Okay, cool. Super gi- this is super giant because I knew the art style right away, and I was like, "Cool, they're gonna come up with another game because every one of their games is different." Mm-hmm. So I, I see it. I'm like, "This 
looks like Hades. Yeah. And then I think Zeus at the end of the trailer comes up and I'm like, <gasps> they're making a sequel to Hades. Because <laughs> I swear Hades is like my favorite game from the past five years. Yeah. I've played it on Switch and then I played it on Xbox and then I bought it for PlayStation that I'll probably play it at some point. I love Hades. Yeah. And so to have that happen, like, man. I know. I was sitting there. I'm like, it's witches. Is this Hades? Is this Hades? Yeah. This we did the same like thought process. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. the, Hades too, baby. I know they're talking about like Kronos and stuff. I'm like, Kronos is a god. Is this Hades? <laughs> See, I felt I'm very happy. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that it's coming out. That's great. Mm-hmm. But I, I really liked Hades. It's not my favorite game ever. It's, it's not mm-hmm. hitting my list personally, but it's really, really good. But I was kind of the opposite where I was like, oh, they're making a sequel. Like it kind of threw me off a bit because I was like, oh, what's the new thing that Supermassive is going to mm-hmm. make? And Supermassive? Supergiant. 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 Thank you. Supermassive is Quarry in yes. those games. Mm. Um, so I'm like, oh, what are they What are they coming up with next? What's the new thing that they're making? I was really excited. And then I was like, oh, that, lo- that looks like Hades. I was like, oh, we're getting more Hades? I was like, oh, okay. All right. Like, and I get it. Like, that... I don't have this qualm with games that I love when a sequel comes out. I'm like, great, the mm-hmm. game that I want, but better, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. You would assume that any like rough edges yeah. are going to be ironed out and then improvements will be made. So you're like, my favorite game, but better. That's amazing. But someone who's yep. like a, wanted something new, I was like, oh, oh okay. All right, you They'll do make that. something new again. That'll be good. <laughs> but yes. There was a small part of me that was like, because I was watching it with uh, my friend Andrew and he was just like, does, is this an RPG? Like, are they making a fighting game? Because that was the right. initial gave, thought. Like, yeah, it gave the fighting the game kind of vibes, the way that they were interacting yeah. with each other. Yeah, Milano and then the other character were like fighting. So we're like fighting game. And then we we're like, this has to be a different genre. They've done basketball. They've done other things. What could this be? Again, I'm I'm excited for it. Who knows when it'll come out? Yeah. Um, but Hades 2, man, that was my most, uh, my favorite part of the show. I'm so you know, excited we, for you. We do know when it's coming out is these announcements weren't that big a deal for me because we know those games are coming but we got dates uh-huh. for uh star wars for jedi survivor very excited mm-hmm. for a date in march yeah. and then yeah, diablo soon. 4 oh yeah. i'm excited yeah. for diablo 4 because they Halsey's say diablo 4 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes she made it absolutely um and they say it's supposed to be a little bit more like diablo 2 which is great because that's my favorite diablo um mm-hmm. so yeah that getting a date also finally was very exciting for me and I actually have one more thing. Okay. Yes, please. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it once the game comes out. But I had said before the show, if I get anything of what FromSoft is making next, mm-hmm. I will be thrilled. <laughs> I don't yep. care what it is. Anything FromSoft. And then Armored Core, which we kind of knew they were making it. And I uh-huh. I think, did they say 2023? Uh, I feel like they did. I'll, I'll check that really Thank fast. you. I don't know if I liked Armored Core games because I've never played one, but, and I know, and the reviews for those past games have been like middling. Yeah, 2023. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, (laughs) But I feel like that studio is like a different studio from, you know, 14 years ago. Like it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a whole different thing. So I literally be anything. It could be anything. I don't know how they're going to take that game and adapt it to what they're doing now. Like modernize it. I don't know, but I'm excited and I'm going to play it. I don't know if I'll like it, but I'm going to play it. So, yeah, I'm pumped for that one. I thought it was Front Mission because I got Front Mission confused with Armored Core. But Front Mission is like the tactical Square Enix mech RPG, not this third-person action game from from Soft. I mean, they're both like, you know, random miscellaneous word titles. So, yeah. (laughs) 
they are. They are. Um, what other big things did you guys get really surprised by? I was, so yeah, I was surprised by Bayonetta. I the thing is, <laughs> I never anticipated a Nintendo announcement at these things. Nintendo's gonna do. You're gonna watch a direct. You're not gonna get anything big, right? But mm-hmm. this this was almost like. It's Bayonetta for a Nintendo system if Bayonetta wasn't already on a Nintendo system. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of, it gives me like, oh, the Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles of, yes. right? That's the vibe I'm getting from this, right? Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. And so um, it's interesting. I don't, th- I, I don't know if I'm that interested in playing it. I love more Bayonetta stuff. I love the original, like, I haven't played three yet. I plan on it, but I... I was like, oh, this is this is cute. I I like it. Um, but yeah, so just just to finish my Bayonetta thought, th- that was cool. I was shocked. I didn't expect. I was like, is this DLC? But I didn't expect there to be this. And also, it's like it's coming out in March. Like, mm-hmm. I do love Nintendo for just like here's something that's coming out in the next couple of months, and they don't do the yeah. hey, let's announce Bayonetta three in 2017, and you're never going to hear about it again, <laughs> right? So. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the, someone shriek in the crowd? Because like oh, the biggest fan of that was Travis. That's Aubrey May. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, <laughs> you heard Travis. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aubrey May, big fan, creator on Twitch, everywhere esports. She's like the biggest fan. And then there's just video of her. She was the one at the start who was like sitting next to that creator, just like mouthing, being like, "This guy, he's an ambassador." During the show, <laughs> and she just loves it. And she shrieked. And there's video of her freaking out and crying the whole time. Oh, I so love that. I that would find be you, it. Travis. I need to find this video. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send that to you. Um, I'm like that with you, like Travis, how there's a game coming out in like three months. Yeah. I'm like that with Fire Emblem's Fates. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing they just announced in October and then they announced DLC at the show that brings in the characters from Fire Emblem Three Houses yep, yep. into the, the upcoming Fire, uh, Fire Emblem Fates. Yes. Which I'm just like, yes! <laughs> three, three houses, let's go! <laughs> Give me Claude, let's go! He's so attractive! I don't know what any of those words are. Uh, <laughs> I believe you. I don't know. That that's a thing that exists. I'm sure. I might like it if I played it, but I don't know. Um, you would love it. You no, know, everything was. That's the thing. Almost everything was interesting. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the past couple, and that was the issue with just like games being delayed and all this stuff. That, that there was less announcements, uh, less high level announcements the past couple years. But like everything was just cool. Like um, there's that Judas game by Judas, Ken yeah. Levine cool. and his yeah. new team. That looks like Bioshock mm-hmm. to the mat, like but yep. beautiful and different mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, that's exciting. But also the same. But also, the same. it looks like Bioshock. Like it that looked, is yeah. a Bioshock game. Yeah, great. Yeah, um, yeah. It was just exciting. Like there wasn't any. There wasn't too much blending in. Whereas sometimes, some years, it's like, oh, there's like five space games in a row, and they just yeah. kind of all blend together. Yeah, or like, like five anime ago, games in a row. Yeah, like two years ago, it was like these are all anime games, and I can't tell you them all the apart. Yeah, like, but yeah, there was no anime games. I actually made the comment to Katie that I felt like every game, like a lot of these games, have a lot of that fantasy. Everyone's wearing like like rags kind of vibe. Like there was mm-hmm. uh, like kind of like you know you got your God of War like Ragnarok stuff but then there was a game that like uh I don't know that guy looks like Rost from like uh Horizon remember what Horizon I was like what yeah like that was that Dreamwalker dream something it's Wakener I don't even remember what it was not Nightingale no that one also looks kind of like they a lot of these games had that similar kind of fantasy look where like two years ago it was like 
look at all these anime games that I can't tell apart. And a lot of these games, I'm like, I can't tell apart any of these games right yeah. now. Like, There was like one anime <laughs> game, and it was that um, Blue Protocol game that's coming out early next year. Right, there was like the an NML. interview with some person about it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was really the only game where I was like, I mean, beyond the ones that are ads, clearly ads. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that's the only one where I was like, okay. The show was full of bangers. Yeah. A lot of surprise bangers, too. Mm-hmm. For me, like Warhammer 40K, Space Marine 2, uh, getting gameplay for that. I know that a lot of people are like, Warhammer 40K, what? But that's a like a 360 game that was a third-person shooter that was way better than it should have been. And we're getting a sequel to that game like 11 years later. And I'm actually excited for it because mm-hmm. it actually looks pretty fun. Yeah. And like, you guys are like, Space <laughs> Marine. I'm like, I'm like what? Yes. You That's said great. you said the title, and I was just like, it's one of those titles that just is a bunch of words jumbled together. <laughs> <laughs> Warhammer 40k yeah. Dark Tide. Um, and I will say, I was very happy to see a little bit of Earthblade, just a smidge of yeah! Earthblade, like, and even like I, I'm like, this is very Celestian. And it's like, okay, of course this is like the mm-hmm. the Celeste team, but then I was also like, this music is very celesty too. Like, and so and I looked, they got Lena Rain to do the music for Earthblade too, and I'm like, oh. Okay, then I'm really going to love this because I love the music for Celeste. And if it's going to be the same kind of vibe, yes, it's a different kind of game. It gave me like a Celeste but Hollow Knight kind of vibe. Like it looked yeah. like kind of merging those two together for me. So, yeah, very happy to see a little bit of that even though like it's not coming out until like 2024. Great. Yeah. Take as long as you want. I do not care. But like it's... Nice to see a little bit of it where we've known for a long time that this has been in the process. So it's just nice to have a little, little taste. Something else that warmed my heart. That is not a game announcement, but just something that happened was the cast of the last of us show. It was so cute. And show and also Ashley Johnson and uh, Troy Baker also in the show, but all them together. And it was just so like warm and happy. And they were like, hey, we made a cool thing. It's cool. And we're excited about it. And you could tell they were just like really happy. And yeah, uh, yeah, it it made it warmed my heart out of like all of the Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he's just cool. Out of all the celebrity guests, it was probably the best celebrity guest presentation Mm-hmm. That, yes. <laughs> compared to like the other celebrity guest presentations where it was just kind of like a little awkward like what was the one guy the reservoir dogs guy i michael madsen that was a little i don't know what was happening yeah. i don't know what that was <laughs> al pacino was there drag him out. Yeah. Al, yeah, pacino. al pacino what open the show basically came yes. out and we all sat there and we were like wait a minute and we're looking at him because it didn't even enter the realm because it's obviously Al Pacino, but it's so mm-hmm. out of left field that it took us all a second. We're like, "Who's that?" I like pulled up so, my phone, it's, it's, and then it, we I pulled slowly yeah. pieced it together, and we're like, "Is that that's Al Pacino?" Right, I'm like right. Holding Everybody, my phone out that's, with that's like Google images of Al Pacino, and I'm holding it up to the screen. I'm like, "Yeah, that's Al Pacino." <laughs> like, like we had to look. Like Even though it's it very was. obvious, but it's just so out of his setting that we're right. like, "You wouldn't that bad for him." Why? He couldn't see the teleprompter. Yeah, that was. He's Al Pacino. He, he doesn't care. Hard. He don't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> He's like he was collecting a check. It's all good. I'm Al. I'm cool. And I. What does it matter? My kids play games. Who cares? I could I'm come here. up here and talk nonsense, and it's fine because I'm Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we got into the longest speech in the history of the game awards. Oh my god, I couldn't believe it. Like it just it yeah. just kept going. Hook him. And hook him. I. <laughs> Chris Judge is amazing. Yes. He is. He also seems like a sweet oh, ass man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But like, 
Yo, he was talking for 10 minutes. I cannot away believe those they steam didn't decks. play him off sooner. <laughs> but sorry, Travis. Giving away, Giving away those, those steam, steam decks. decks. Mm. Yeah, it was yeah. a lifetime achievement award speech. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Did he spoil God of War? I can't ask that question. Spoil it? I don't know. I kind of tuned out. Well, yeah, we stopped bit, listening so after about halfway know. through, so I don't know. He could Which is fine. That's good. He could have spoiled it and I wouldn't have known. Yeah. He might, it might have been a light spoiler and allusion to something, but I've only played 90 minutes of that game, so. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I it's seen. not going to be like The Last of Us 2. I promise I'll finish it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are we talking about other weird things? <laughs> How about Crime Boss Rocky City? Oh, with all those celebrities like the, the, in it. The, I know like, that's what Michael Madsen was there yes, for. Right. But like, we yes. didn't talk about the trailer for the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were like, what is like this heat. trailer? Yeah. Or um uh the the bank heist game. What is that game yeah, called? Yeah, uh, there's two of them. I can't think of the it's name. Made, mm, it's made by Starbreeze. Heist payday heist or payday two. Ah, there it you reminded go. me of like payday two or Heat, but like Vanilla Ice was in it. Kim Basinger was in it. Yeah, like what? Uh, Michael Rooker was in it. I'm like, what yes. is this video game? It was the oddest bunch of people. Danny Trejo is in it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Also, just the name as himself. Crime boss Rocky City. What? Like yeah. even just yeah. the name is preposterous. I'm like We're just mashing words thing. together. This yeah. whole thing is just <laughs> mashing words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That and Crash Bandicoot was weird. I, that, I, that made me really happy. <laughs> it was so it? It, yes, because it was so like early PlayStation, like like uh, yes. uh, Renegade, like Crash Bandicoot, uh, like uh, mm-hmm. street advertising stuff. Like uh, it was yep. just weird, and he just comes down from the mm-hmm. ceiling, and I'm like, sure, let's go, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, that could have been at the VGXs. Yes. My sister, who is who came over, because she's like that sounds like a fun time. Even though she minim is she's aware of games, she doesn't really play games. But so she's like, sure, I'll come over. And she goes, wait, why is Crash Bandicoot here? Crash Bandicoot's <laughs> still around, and it led to so many questions. She was so confused. Um, but yeah, no, it made my the little child inside me, like PS One child, really happy. I mean, kind of on the same wavelength. They gave us that clip from Super Mario too. Like yeah. the, the new movie. And I was like, mm. you know what? I very much appreciated all of the sound effects. Like it, mm. it, it like sounded and looked great. I was waiting for more Mario voice. For something to there, happen? So, there wasn't any Anything. Mario voice. He barely spoke in that. Like yeah. they're withholding his voice. They're not letting us hear it. That's conspiracies. <laughs> but <laughs> um, Did y'all watch the pre-show or no? It did. I watched like half of it. It did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because there were some wild bangers in that pre-show too. Yeah, was that Dead Cells Return to Castlevania yeah. and Hellboy got announced in the pre-show? Yeah, the Hellboy looked good. Like Hellboy, I liked yeah. this. That looked good. The style and everything. I, oh, yeah, I was interested. That looked, it looked like Wolf Among Us a little bit. Yes, mm, yes, style, yes, yes. But yes, obviously, yes. it's like a third-person action game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like something I hadn't elements. really seen before. Just the, the exact mm-hmm. art style. I'm like, I have not seen mm-hmm. that before. That looks really cool. Yep. Hmm. And then we're gonna get Del- Dead Cells DLC with Castlevania. That's nuts. That's yeah, nuts. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see this one. So what's the deal with that? Like, it's I just s- Castlevania like enemies in the game. More. I or don't less? know. I don't know if it's like it's a dr- stage with that's like a Castlevania stage. I don't know. Interesting. My understanding on it is that you'll get to play as characters from. Oh, okay. Like that. Like the universe. Again, I'm. I'm not a Castlevania person. Um, 
Alucard? No. Uh, essentially, you're going into Dracula's castle. Okay. And you get to play. I don't know if you play as the characters from uh, Castlevania, but it looked. It just looks super dope. It was just a, like an animatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But we're getting it like relatively soon. We're getting it Q1 of 2023. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Saying everything so, felt like it's like 2023, not that far. Like a lot you know, of these announcements yeah. were like, "This is coming." Like it's mm-hmm. we're not sitting here speculating for years yes. about something. I don't. I don't want a concept art from a game that's going to come out in six years. Like yes. that doesn't tell me anything. I'm like, when Great. I get a trailer that is just a cinematic, I I have a hard time. Like like even saying this about Armor Court, it was like, okay, this is cool. I have yeah. no idea what I'm doing in this mm-hmm. game. It's just, but bear in mind. Like, but a story game like Death Stranding gives me a cinematic purely thing. And I'm like, I'm totally in. So yes. I guess maybe I'm just not the right person for certain games that are giving me just cinematics. I think it, right? I think it just depends Depending on, the, on game. the game. Yeah. It depends on yeah. what type of game it is, right? If it's yeah. a uh, like action MMO and all yeah. you see is a like 20 second cinematic, you're like, well, what is it though? Right. Right. Like, like it was Death Stranding. Even, we, we kind of know what it is a little bit. Even mm-hmm. like the Crash Bandicoot game. I was like, I don't think I know what you're doing in this game. Like you're kind of throwing a ball maybe into a hoop. But the fact that you didn't see any <laughs> gameplay, you really don't know what's happening. Right. It's like, oh, this is cool. But I don't know. Like, am I going to like this game? I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, it, I, yeah. I couldn't tell if it was like a fighting game or a party game or. Right. Yeah, I was very confused by that. That's a great point. Um, I think Idris Elba's in Cyberpunk. Yes, I was going to say, yeah, Idris Elba's the other kind of, in, like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Has anyone here played Cyberpunk? Yes. No. You did, Katie? Yeah, I, I when have. When it came out? I have, no, not when it came out. I waited until the PS5 version came out and, you know, things were ironed out and they were going to work. Um, and then I dove in. I have, for the time being, I've set it down because it's a really big game that I could spend forever in. Um, and I had other things I wanted to play. So, but it's a game I will definitely go back to probably in like the winter months before, you know, Star Wars comes out and all that stuff. But, um, no, I'll keep going back to it. I, yeah, I was excited. Idris Elba. Idris Elba's cool in anything. Him and mm-hmm. Cyberpunk, extra cool. Love it. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't Hope know. Hope he's a DJ in the game. What? He's a he's a DJ in real is life. He? Oh, is he? Oh, is he? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he, he is. DJ. Yeah, that, he DJs. That's cool. What a cool. Don't guy. ask me how I know. What that. a cool guy. I'm just like yeah. you're cool. He's super cool. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if there was any other major announcements game wise that I know. Like, that... I mean, Final Fantasy 16, but we don't really. See, we're not the audience for that. No. Now. The only thing about that game is I find it weird that that kid's name is Joshua. I'm like, that sounds like the least Final Fantasy type of name that you could possibly pick. <laughs> but I guess, like, little Joshy, get over here. <laughs> like, I just, it just does it. It's it just weird. Uh, yeah, I don't have much. I don't have much of an opinion on that game. So, yeah. like, that's the thing. And like, it ended the show more or less. Like, it was like the last. I did. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. But I just not the audience for it. So, you know, you could have put DS2 there. Like, I don't know why DS2 was in a weird spot in the show. Like, I like, the biggest no, I like where it was because it helped with the pacing, pacing, right? That was like a, yeah. a mid show mm-hmm. high point. Like, I, mm-hmm. I won't, I won't question that one because I ended up liking the pacing so much that I'm like, no, apparently stuff was slotted where it was supposed to be because. Right. Cause it worked. Yeah. I was entertained the whole time. So speaking of the end of the show, guess <laughs> what? One goatee. I know. I think I'm, I'm sure the only one here who cares. You're so excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not, 
No, it didn't. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. Like I don't put too much stock in what wins these awards. Right. But I was like, oh, it's Elden. You like a game or you don't like a game. Like it doesn't matter if it, it wins matter. an award. Yeah. If, if 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 Elden Ring didn't get nominated, I would be like, well, that's nonsense, but it wouldn't affect my day. Like, if anyone's, you know, actually upset about these, who wins and who loses, I don't think it matters that right. much at the end of the day. But but still, I was like, I mean, Elden Ring wins, though, right? Yeah. Elden Ring wins. And then <laughs> yeah. they're like, Elden Ring. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Of course yeah. it wins. <laughs> it's it's I... so good. I didn't know if Elden Ring was going to win because Elden Ring... No, I knew it was going to win, but it won Best Game Direction as well. Mm -hmm. And I I could make an argument that I was like, okay, it wins Game of the Year, but does it win Game Direction or is that God of War, Ragnarok, or even Immortality? I think Immortality, that's the one thing I was surprised, that it won nothing. Yeah, Man Engaged didn't win. It didn't win Best Narrative. It didn't win Best Game Direction. Biggest surprise of the night, I think, for me. I was not surprised... That I thought maybe that she would get best performer, but also I was like, no, they're going to give Christopher Judge's flowers. But I'm I'm not that surprised that it didn't win anything because it felt to me like all the um, outlets that voted to get their nominees in, I feel like that was their mm-hmm. shout out to Immortality, but that they weren't going to pick it as their number one in the group, but that they were like, oh, really but, it, but it should nominated. be in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't think it was going to win. Um, also I played a bit of that and then I had to set it down because it terrified me too much and I I'm can't get over it. it. I'm, I'm desperate too to play scared. It. And I, I, I don't know anyone else who has had this reaction. The everyone else I've spoken to has played it as like, yeah, I was scared. And then I was okay. And I'm like, no, it, it, it has stuck with me. I was looking over my shoulder in my house at night. Like I was like, I don't, I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, you know, okay, what Immortality could have won, which is another thing that I think should be a would be a good addition to the Game Awards, is a like most innovative game of the year, right? Because that's yeah. where these games that like people want to put into um, Game of the Year contention that are mm-hmm. games like Immortality or Before Your Eyes from two yeah. years ago, right? Where people are like, mm-hmm. oh, but that's such a cool game, but it can't like mainstream appeal wise and like mass of voting it's not going to compete with like god of war or elden ring yeah. but it it but any game that does something where you go like oh i've never thought of games that like way this. before yeah. like i've never played anything like that game and it re mm-hmm. it made you rethink how you think of games and what a game can be yep. that to me should be a category because that's that's a bunch of games that i want to know from the past year like what are the most like crazy innovative games that came out i want a category for that and then that's where i would think that um immortality would be a shoe in right yeah and it's it you know uh games for impact doesn't cover that because they're just like social issues but i think occasionally because i i believe and correct me if i'm wrong that's maybe where before your eyes went last year yes okay uh maybe uh, but I feel like that is just a really broad category at times. I'm not it sure, is. yeah. Is it emotional impact, political impact? I don't know what Games for Impact is supposed to cover. I never really understand. I, it's supposed to be about social issues. Okay. But again, it's so broad that like you have to know exactly because like, hey, what is, why did Ask Dust Falls get nominated or win? It's because it deals with like death, um, uh, suicide gotcha. it deals with like I think maybe domestic violence I've not played it but it handles that stuff with care 
but each one is a little bit different where like maybe it's about inv- the environment or right. about like you know uh, uh environment environmentalism capitalism uh it's very bro- lgbtq plus issues like mm-hmm. there's it's so broad that it almost seems meaningless right mm-hmm. yeah. i appreciate what that category is there for it just seems so broad yeah. yeah, you need to hammer down the like description of the category for for when yeah. people are voting. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could take out uh, most anticip- anticipated game because I know how much oh Katie hates God. that category. That's <sighs> popularity contest. Who kill it? You didn't make a thing yet. How are you getting an award for it? You're getting an award for marketing. That's all. That's yeah. what you're getting an award for for hype and marketing. Shout out to our marketing you, team. Yeah. <laughs> how do you win an award for that? That's not a thing. That's like saying uh, the award for for the dinner I'm most excited to eat this week. Like, (laughs) that doesn't mean anything. It's nothing. I can't. I can't with most anticipated game. And if you want to say it as like a little toss off, fine. But don't give an award. They have a game award just like the Goaty Award is. It's the same award. It's the same like visual trophy. How do you get a trophy for that? Oh my god, it's still fun. That's so If it was a sponsored category every year, then maybe I, I could like justify it. Give them it a different like, trophy. Give them like a little miniature yeah. one or something, or like an yeah. altered version of the trophy. Don't give them an actual Verizon game award. sponsors the most impact or most anticipated game and it's a mini trophy. It makes oh me god. so mad every year. It's so funny. <laughs> Didn't they also win last year? Didn't Breath of the Wild win last year? I too? don't know, maybe. It probably did. They have seven anticipating- game awards and they haven't put the game out yet. Great. <laughs> This is why you announce games super early, so you keep winning there that category. Go. Yeah. Then you can put it out and say, "Hey, seven-time winner, game award winner, it's releasing yeah. now. Go buy yeah. it." <laughs> Love it. It was nominated last year, but it was actually Elden Ring that won last year. That's Great. funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating. I'm so mad. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's so funny. <laughs> Uh, any other categories you guys want to cover? I would love to talk about best indie game if, if yeah, that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I don't know if Europe is the only people voting for best indie game because I feel like the most like the most French game won the most, and it's all of Europe that just voted for Stray because that's a French ass video game, <laughs> and uh, I think there are three better games in that category. I, th- I think Neon White's masterpiece. I think. Uh, mm, I think. I think you could debate that any of them would be better. I don't know. Stray's a good I game. I enjoyed it. It's a good game. I enjoyed For cat people, it's the best game. I enjoyed my time. Is it like mm-hmm. a great game? I don't think so, personally. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think Sifu, you know, yeah, Neon White. Cult of the Lamb, I think you could argue either way. And then Tunic, a lot of people love Tunic. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've discovered that I'm just not a Zelda-like fan. I enjoyed my time and then I set it down. I was like, I get what yep. this is. I think they're just mm-hmm. not for me. But um, but it's a good game. Like, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, Stray's going to win. Same thing. My sister was here and she's like, I know that game. I know the cat game. That one's going to win. And there it goes. And it won. Yeah. <laughs> it was a thing on TikTok for a hot second. I guess when you have uh, it nominated for game of the year as well, it's kind of like... When you're putting it in the game of the year category and then also going to put it in best indie game category, it's kind of like, well, then if it beat out every other indie game for game of the year in that, ca- you know what I mean? Like, then it's the obvious choice that they're going to pick. So it's kind of like it gives it away a little bit. Just, That's just another thing bit. that Stray could have won like a hype, not, and I don't want this added. I don't want to just keep on adding categories to suit our needs, but that 
Stray would be more appropriate for like a most viral game or like where everyone right. was talking sure. about it. It was like that top of the conversation. You're it's it's all over Sponsored your Twitter by feed. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Sponsorship boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he knows the marketing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas I feel like it suits that more, and then that right. kind of led it to slip into these like you know best game awards. Right. Best adaptation. Oh. This is Arcane uh, League of Legends. The cutscenes award. Our category. This is the cutscenes yeah. award. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we talk about this first? We haven't and then just end the podcast because we haven't watched any of these. <laughs> I mean, I watched Arcane. You have watched Arcane and Sonic yes. the Hedgehog too. Okay. Yes. Have not seen Arcane's any of a really these yet. great show. Okay. That's just like objectively a good television show. Gotcha. And you both should watch it. Maybe for to. this. Maybe. I've, I've been holding off on these things like Sonic 2 yeah. I was like well I'll wait yeah I've we'll, been holding we'll off on a lot of video games cut scenes. and yeah. now I mm-hmm. I don't know and now I'm like well no I should just watch it like I should just mm-hmm. and I then just rewatch it when yeah. we have ever end up and it, like ever end up doing them at some point in time in the near future exactly hopefully um, but no yeah. it's it's heartening to see so many like what look to be competently made uh, video game adaptations some of them mm-hmm. are better than fine I hope so. Maybe. Maybe that's our level <laughs> up. Is uh, yeah. I love it. I, you know what? Some of them are great. Some of them are great. I like the idea that there was enough that came out last this year to create a category that could be given an award. Because yes. if this was, I don't know, four, four five, ten years ago, like we would have been like, no, I guess we're giving the award to, um, I don't know, Mortal Resident Kombat 2. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like It's like, who knows where... At least you have competent, good things that you can actually give an award to, as opposed to like, mm-hmm. "Hey, Grandma's boy!" Like, oh god, god. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just not gonna happen. I forgot about like, Grandma's boy. Cut, cut, <laughs> cut. Uh, I want to ask you guys, as normies, uh, when you get to uh, content creator of the year, mm-hmm. how many of them did you know? I knew the one who won, Ludwig. I know that one. Okay. Um, that's it do you watch his things or do you just know who he I is? follow him on Twitter and I knew he did a really long stream where he did it for like days and days on end um, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much the extent of it honestly. I'm familiar with the Twitter one with the Nibelian yes I'm familiar with yeah. them oh yes that person um, too. other than that no I don't I don't know any of them ripped to Nibelian yeah I kind of wanted him to win just because <laughs> like then he could maybe come back because I missed Nebellion. Mm. We took him for granted. Maybe I should have given him money when he was around because <laughs> I watched his content. But anyway, you, Carl Jacobs, weirdly enough, like a kind of funny, kind of funny best friend. He now is pals with Mr. Beast. Uh, QT Cinderella is uh, part I should lead with. She's a great content creator. She also happens to be dating Ludwig. Oh, um, that's funny. So that's a fun thing that the two of them are like in there. Collectively. I want to say that she's wonderful before I <laughs> before talk you about her identi- association with a man. Identify her as the <laughs> girlfriend of. Yes. Yeah. Thank, yes, thank you. Because for that. she's also amazing in her own right. Good job. Uh, and then No Brew is actually a Brazilian content creator. So, Interesting. Um, yeah. Thank you, Normies, for telling me how much you knew. <laughs> uh, any other categories you want to talk about? If not, we can. We have some questions that we can dive into. I don't know if there's anything that I was like shocked or surprised at. I was like, okay, yeah, Bayo three one. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh wow, look at that. That was exciting. <laughs> but literally, oh. that was it. Like, I know other major things. 
No, I think that's uh, a couple other like highlights: best RPG, Elden Ring, best fighting game, multiverses, best family game, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, best sports racing. Good for game, you, Jacob, GT7. on that Kirby game. <laughs> yeah, that's a good video game. Yeah. Best sim strategy game: Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. That's a great game. Best multiplayer game: Splatoon Three. I think that was really all the big ones. Cool. Do you guys want to talk about some questions? Yes. Yes. So, friend of the show appeared on all of our Resident Evil shows. Uh, Control Alt Noob had four questions for Noob, us. Noob, I love you. Um, but they're they're all kind of good ways to end the show. So let me start with the first one. What's your game of the year? Plus an honorable mention. Hmm. I can go first because I'm ready. Yeah, go. Uh, I'm doing a game of the year show with Luke Lewis and uh, Claire Helmberger nice. and Joseph Hooper in January. Fun. So I don't want to lock it in fully, but right now my game of the year is Neon White. Nice. That's awesome. But I'm only 90 minutes into God of War Ragnarok. And there's some other stuff I want to play as well. So I'm not going to fully commit. And I guess my runner-up would be Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope. That game's dope. That is a surprisingly dope game. Uh, Katie? Um, Goody. Uh, Elden Ring. Hello. Elden Ring. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The thing about Elden Ring is that it's not. it doesn't happen very often that a game is as as intensely hyped as Elden Ring was. Expectations were absurd like the expectations were ridiculous for that game and i was like well i'm going to be somewhat disappointed because it can't possibly meet expectations and i feel like it met them personally like it for it to be that hyped and then come out and be that good and to carry the conversation for that long and like months later people are still talking about it and like even now sometimes i'll be like oh elden ring like i still think about it because it's so good um, so yeah, it was a tall order and they like, I feel like they met it and, so and that's, that's fun. What you're saying is last year it appropriately won the best, most anticipated <laughs> game category. <laughs> I suppose that you could Just say that. This was a video podcast. Just checking. Just checking. <laughs> um, honorable mention. Um, I really liked, uh, Signalis. Signalis? Okay. Signalist. I need to play that. Yep. I need um, to play that. It's like a top-down, uh, basically like a Resident Evil game, but uh, trippier as you know your puzzles. Um, it's like survive, uh, survival horror elements with like ammo management and all and uh, inventory management. Um, but just the tone of it's really good. It was really well made. I really enjoyed it. Nice. It's like an eight-hour game, right? Yeah, about that ish, approximately. Yeah. And it's on Game I need Pass. To play it. Yeah. Travis, did you play any new games this year? Um, this is a hard. It's hard to rush you out. No, legit, it's hard. I have. I really didn't. Um, okay, I did play one new game this year. It was Triangle Strategy that came out in March. Okay, so I guess that's my game of the year. Congrats, Triangle Strategy. <laughs> okay, well, listen. Uh, you can answer Noob's next question yes. next because. It's what's the best game you played this year? Oh, from any other year? Oh, well then, I played Prey. I loved okay. Prey. Nice. I yeah, put sixty hours into that. I loved it. Holy yeah, it's my that Prey. Prey is amazing. It's underrated. It's great. I loved my experience with it. I'm it. I'm happy that I was able to get through a kind of scary game. That makes me happy. So I yeah no. Uh, Prey is probably at the top of my like best game i played this year that didn't release this year do you like arcane stuff like typically yeah like death loop and i mean um, i want to play death dishonored 
I want to play them. I just, <laughs> I just they're they're just really long, and because they're like even like Dishonored and stuff, like the immersive simness means that like there's just so many routes you can take and so many different ways to attack attra- like attack a different problem that I spend a lot of time like how do I want to do this, and it just like my like how to beat score just goes up because I just take forever or i'll sit in like a corner and hide for maybe 20 minutes before i decide to make a move if i'm too scared so that's what happens um but yeah no so yeah pray (laughs) katie um i believe it came out last year so this one counts uh inscription is Mm. my jam that is what looks at the beginning to be like a deck building uh roguelike card game and mm-hmm. it just keeps, you know, the layers just keep on peeling up and you go, oh, my God, what is happening? And anytime a game makes me go like, oh, I, anything can happen. Like, I have no idea what's going to happen re- next. Um, that's just really exciting to me. I love description so much. I think I played in like two or three sittings. Nice. Okay. I'm going to add that to my list of things to play. I'm actually checking if that was my goatee last year because I feel like it might have been. I feel like it was, it was either, it was either or that or uh, Before Your Eyes, I feel like. Uh, yeah, I think it might have been Before Your Eyes, but Inscription was top three for sure. That's a that's a great video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Returnal is actually mine. Nice. Which is surprising. Yes. Because we played that in January. Um, and it killed everything else it. that you played the rest of the year. It did. Wow. It truly did. That's yeah, awesome. It was, it's a game that like I was so proud of myself. It's like Bloodborne this year. How I played Bloodborne for the first time and I finished it with very little help. Returnal, I I think I even liked even more just because I vibed with the combat more in Returnal versus, and it was such an accomplishment when I finished that game, like on the first try, especially like the last boss. So yeah, Returnal. Great I need to play that too, but I also need to get a PS5 because there's too many games that are coming out. You can add Returnal to your PS5 list. It's going to be on my PS5 list of things that I need to What is on your PS5 list? Uh, I mean, Control 2 when that eventually comes out. Uh Um, Death Stranding 2 when that eventually comes out. Um, uh-huh. I'll I'll wait for Horizon for Forbidden West before I I won't play that on PS4. I'll wait for a PS for a PS5 to play it, and then uh, Returnal. So far, okay. We'll see. There's probably more. There's time. Yeah. Next question from Noob: What is your most anticipated game of 2023? Is Death Stranding two coming out in 2023? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Probably hmm. not. We didn't get a date. No, probably not. Um, it's tough right now because like we don't know everything that's coming mm-hmm. out but for me it would be Fire Emblem Engage which is coming out I think it, it's coming out Q1 maybe February or January and then RE4 Remake is probably the mm. other one ooh I forgot about mm-hmm. that one yeah I think that's March yes so hmm. those are my two I don't know if I know I'm trying to think of what games are coming out like is Breath of the Wild the next Breath of the Wild coming out next year I think it's I 2023 think it's- it gets rumored but not confirmed. That's all. I'm pretty hyped for that. But like, or it's got an open twenty. Yeah. Right. Now. Right. right. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's hard. I don't. I get excited for games, but then I never know when they're going to come. I'm trying to think. Um. Do you want me to just rattle off some stuff coming out in 2023 for you? I'll take a quick peek. I wasn't prepared. Okay. Katie. Uh, so I was thinking about it and I was like, what am I more hyped for? I was like, not even, 
there's a lot of games I'm excited for. Most hyped, I was like, I don't know, uh, the, the next uh, the Jedi Survivor. I'm hoping that'll be like a step up from the previous mm. one. I, I've I have hopes for that one, but I don't know if it's going to be. I liked I liked the last one a lot. I don't know if it's going to like ascend a level or not. Um, mm-hmm. And then Diablo Four, I'm pretty hyped for. I'm excited to play that. Um, but you just mentioned RE4 remake, and I think that's it for me right now as it stands because that looks amazing and i actually played the original re4 this past year for the first time because hmm. i had tried before for the first time the first time so i had tried before and the tank controls got me so frustrated the last time that i was like i can't do this and i just set it down yep and i was just frustrated and then i was like you know what i, I gotta go back i gotta try it again everyone loves this game like i gotta do it and then i kind of i got over that that little hump and then mm-hmm. was like, I get it now. Okay, I could play this. And then I just really enjoyed my time, even though mm-hmm. like it's an it's an older game and it's still like the mechanics. There's a lot of things that are super dated about it, but I still enjoyed it. So the remake, I'm so excited for because RE2 remake was like my my big entrance into like a horror game, and I was terrified the entire time. <laughs> but I played it and I loved it. So RE4, I'm very excited for. How did you play RE4 like this year? Uh, On what? PlayStation. There's a PS4. Was, is there like a PS4 version? Yes. Yes. I played a it. Remaster kind of dealio? I think so. I'm not sure. It looked pretty like the original. So I don't know. Yeah. But they they had released it on PS4. Travis, I know what your most anticipated game is. What? Octopath Traveler 2. No, I never even played the first one. <laughs> Really? Just triangle strategy. I did bad like triangle strategy. Yeah. Okay. No, it's friend. only because it, it they look very similar. They're very, very, very similar. But they, yeah, I, no, I don't know. I didn't even play the first one. Even though I am interested, I never played it. Um, no, I was looking okay. at a list and I was like, you know what? It's not like my most anticipated, by, but I'm really interested in, what is it, Atomic Heart? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. that looks yeah, yeah. cool. I'm like mm-hmm. excited to see what that ends up being like what yeah. it ends up is it good is it bad it look it's every we made a comment like anytime you have a gun in one hand and a, like then like a power hand in the other hand you're like oh it's bioshock but yeah. like, like we did this like multiple times during the game awards like while we were watching it yeah. like oh it's bioshock but it it looks very good it looks like the ceiling very is very high. The potential yeah. ceiling is high, but also like the floor is low. Like I have no right. idea. That That's game could thing. be anything, but yes, it's exciting yeah. to see what it ends up being. I'm very intrigued to see where it's going. But otherwise, yeah, no, I don't know if I have any major, like this is the game I'm going to get next year. I think I have to, I play a lot of Nintendo games and they don't like to re- tell you when stuff's mm-hmm. coming out unless it's like four months from now. So most anticipated game of someday is Advance Wars One Plus Two yeah. Reboot. <laughs> yeah, for you, I know, right? For me, someday. For me, it's Metroid Prime Four. Who, who the heck knows? <laughs> yeah, where's Silk Song? Uh, you, no, just kidding. Qu- <laughs> Maybe they'll shadow drop it on Christmas Day. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, last question from Noob: What was your biggest surprise of the year? Game you didn't know was coming but loved? A disappointment, etc. Hmm. Again, I'll start because I, I got the questions in advance. So for me, it was um, Pentiment was probably like the biggest surprise because that's not a game on its face that I thought I would enjoy or play because it's like dialogue system from Fallout, 16th century Bavarian artist, like whodunit mystery. That on its face, like I'm like, ew, that's not a game I'd play at all. 
but it's on Game Pass, and I, you know, truly, really enjoyed it. I was surprised by it. I was enamored by it. Um, it's like a 12-hour game, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then maybe for me, the biggest surprise, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope was just a lot better than the first one from, like, a, like, movement in the overworld, the art, the, like, even the, the combat they had changed. They moved away from the grid like the very like rigid grid and you can kind of move around like an area around each of your characters oh, and move your characters independently. So that alone made the combat super worthwhile. So mm. those are my two. I think I know what mine is in terms of like mm-hmm. biggest, like mo- like biggest surprise was the fact mm-hmm. that into the breach got an entire free <laughs> DLC. Thi- Don't even laugh. It's so exciting for me. The fact that we recorded a Left Behind Game Club episode on Into the Breach and then literally like a week later they drop just all of a sudden, here is five new mechs, here is a bunch of new enemies, here's a bunch of new weapons, here's a bunch of new mechanics in like what would essentially amount to like that should have been paid DLC. And the fact that it was just like, here's this free bonus for all of these and like five new mechs, like mech classes it's just insane to me like there's so much variability and when that happened i had already started like i had played a lot of into the breach leading up to recording that left behind episode and then they dropped that and i'm like well i guess i'm still playing this and <laughs> like i didn't anticipate i was like oh i'm done i've done everything i want to do i did every achievement i'm good well you're gonna give me that so i've like i put it like another 20 hours in because i want to play around with all these mechs i want to see what happens i want to see I'd never anticipated Into the Breach getting any kind of additional, especially this far away from yep. the release of that game. I thought, oh, that team's going gonna to do something new and I'm going to be interested in it. Didn't anticipate it being Into the Breach free DLC like for an expansion mm-hmm. that completely changes the game from everything that I know. Like I got to relearn everything again, which I never got to yep. do. Like I'd, I'd become such a master of that game that I knew exactly what was going to happen. And so it was exciting to be able to relearn things because I didn't know how things were going to happen. So that is my biggest surprise for this year. Thank you, Mr. Netflix. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) I didn't play it on Netflix, but yes, thank you. Kitty. (laughs) Um, for mine, I will go back to immortality. Yeah. Great game. Crazy game. And I had been playing it, and I was like, okay, I'm getting the feel for this. Uh, All right, I guess I see what this is, and I'm messing around with it. Because it's kind of a game that you discover things as you do. It's not set up like, oh, at this time, Mark, this thing is going to be shown to you. It's just kind of like when you find it. And I'd been playing for like a good over an hour, probably. And it was kind of like, okay, it. There must be something else. Like people have been raving and raving about this game. I was like, it's cool. Like it's got different stuff that I haven't seen before. But like, I must be missing something, I guess. And then I had the moment where um, a layer got revealed to me, and I'll be as vague as possible because I think it's a game that you should go in as blind as you can. I think um, I need to mute you. No, just <laughs> and I found a thing, and. I I think yelled and noped out of the game and like cl- I was like ah, that and closed the thing and then was just like oh my god I cannot believe that that's happening 
And then I went back in and was like, oh my God. It just kept on shocking me and surprising me. And uh, it was the eeriest thing. One of the eeriest things I've ever played. And I could not stop thinking about it. It's it's one of those things where if that was my more my kind of game and I was less of a scaredy cat and I had played it all the way through, who knows? Maybe it would be in contention for my game of the year, but it's not. But I I kept thinking about it like for days. I'm it was so just on my mind. I was it. like, oh, that that game's still there, and I was just thinking about the things that I saw, and I was like, I don't I don't I want to go back, but I don't want to go back, and um, yeah, it shocked me, and just like. A game that, like I said earlier, like a game that you didn't know that that could be a game. Always mm-hmm. respect those a lot. And yeah, it it scared the bejesus I'm out of me. I'm so excited. I need to play this. Like, de- I'm desperate to play it right now. How does it compare to the other games like in that, like her story and um, telling lies? Have you played those? I haven't played one. That was my first one. So now I'm scared oh, of the wow. other ones. I have her okay. story and I'm like, should I play that Her now? story's not scary. Okay. But I'll be thinking about it though. I'll be like, what if they're, everyone's lying? What if it does the thing? <laughs> and I don't know. But yes, I should go back and play those. I've heard that. Yes, I've heard that they're not as scary and that they're, um, the, the mechanic that's in mortality is not a part of these other games, but I don't know. I haven't really dove into those those like fmv uh story puzzler type of things yeah hmm. i'm excited well oh. uh thank you control alt noob for that i so. can't leave this podcast without mentioning i got a monkey island game this year that's true you did you did and it was good you did it was a good game is it my goatee no it's not but it's a good game i really enjoyed my yep. time i enjoyed the whole playthrough i it uh, it warmed my heart, man. It took me back. I was like, ah, oh, I'm playing Monkey Island. Murray, I'm, so I'm talking to Murray and... A real sequel yes, that Ron yes. Gilbert was involved in. An actual, legitimate, like, no, we're making a Monkey Island game for, for the people, mm-hmm. for you people who love Monkey Island. And honestly, and it could have been, you know, liked by people who didn't grow up with Monkey Island also. So, um, yeah, I'm happy that the big release adventure game is is back hell yeah mm-hmm. hell yeah big, big thanks to control at noob for those questions Love yes you. thank you uh a great way to end the show uh we are done that's our game of the year 2022 episode uh but before we go uh maybe just some housekeeping uh if you like the show do us a favor uh go follow us on social we're at cutscenes underscore pod on twitter that's where we are most active we have an instagram too at cutscenes underscore pod but we don't put much on it so like if you want to only do one, Twitter's fine. If you love the show, send it to a friend. Give it a five-star review on any platform that you listen to us on. Um, if you give, want to give us four, don't bother. <laughs> uh, and make sure to hit that follow button if you're not following us, but you still listen to every episode of the show. Um, y'all, Last of Us, it's coming soon. I'm so excited. Uh, Mid-Jan. We're going to do it. We haven't figured out when they're coming out, but imagine that after the first episode comes out within the next few days we will start our fourth season of cutscenes so stay tuned for I'm that so excited yeah yeah we know they will be out weekly after each episode an episode will come out we just don't know what day yet but yeah we'll, we'll hash that out soon i'm so excited I'm oh my so god excited. i love the last of us so much and that this is being made into a show a what looks like to be a properly made like prestige show mm-hmm. is ugh. I'm pumped. I know. It's just, it's gonna, it's such a moment. 
it is such a moment in video game adaptations to TV and movie. It just feels right that we have to be doing a weekly episode. And it works. It works that I'm happy this is all going to work out that we're going to actually be able to do this. Because if it was coming out at any other time, maybe not. But like the fact that we don't have to talk about it well after the fact and like mm-hmm. we can talk about it as it's happening. It's just so mm-hmm. exciting to me. So, yep. Where can y'all be found on the interwebs? I'm on Twitter for, as I guess, as long as it's around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, at Travis Colnett. That's where I'm at. You can talk to me there. Katie. <laughs> so proper and so like so you can talk to me there so aloof like oh you can talk oh, to me oh, you can yeah. come to me i'm not coming to you yeah. you know you um, too desperate <laughs> uh i'm also on twitter i am les brack l-e-s-p-e-r-a-k uh that's where i do my my talking <laughs> yeah i don't know i talk about i talk about the games i talk about uh, uh game awards i talk about uh sports occasionally i talk about a lot of things mostly video games i haven't recorded a podcast in a while and i have no idea how to market myself <laughs> <laughs> you never knew how to market yourself please. i never knew in the first place <gasps> that's true can i do an impression of like can i can i do you should i like yes okay here's here's how i do how i do you uh, you can find me. My name is Travis Colnut. Uh, T R A V I S C O L E N U T T. I do great ranting on Twitter. I love X Men. If you want to check out X Men, I do lots of tweeting about that. Video games are my shit too. But hey, if you don't want to follow me, that's cool too. Love you. Bye. <laughs> that was a terrible imitation. That was way better than Travis's pitch. That was like five times better than Travis's pitch. <sighs> I'm like, I never spell my name. <laughs> I spelled it so good. I know. I'm like, really good job. Oh. I don't want to spell my name because what if I get it wrong? That's the whole reason why I don't spell my name. <laughs> I never practiced Fair. it. Fair. Um, you can find me on the internet at Jacob McCourt on all major social media platforms. I'm on Hive if you're there. If you want to throw me a follow on the Hive. If it exists. Uh, on Twitter, well, it lasts. Yeah, if either of those platforms I don't even know exist. if Hive is working right now. It's still not working. Oh, well, then. It's still broken. <laughs> If it works, I'm there yeah. too, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I launched a new website called the Gaming Brief, where I do game reviews. So like gamingbrief.ca, if you want to check that out, that's check it what out. I'm talking about today, check it out. Um, all right, Katie, we're, do what we always do, where we end the show with a quote from the thing that we just watched. Uh, you are going to give us a quote from Al Pacino, who gave the Best Performance Award to Christopher Judge. Uh, take it away, Katie. In truth. I don't play a whole a lot of video games. <laughs> Great job. Why not? <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs> Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. Have you guys heard of this AI chatbot that is like yeah. taking the web by storm? I had them write an outro for us that I can use if you want. What? I asked them to write an outro for our podcast and it's actually decent. <laughs> That's right. What? Okay. Yeah. 
do you want, uh, here i'll read this and i'll maybe i'll put it at the end so i had okay. that chatbot write an outro for us and here's what they wrote oh my god i said hey can you po- script out an outro for cutscenes a video game movie podcast and this is what they wrote thanks for listening to cutscenes a video game movie podcast we hope you enjoyed our discussion on the latest video game movie adaptations and their impact on the industry be sure to tune in next time for more fascinating insights and analysis from our team of video game and movie experts don't forget to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date on the latest episodes and join the conversation until next time game on and happy watching <laughs> game on and ai wrote that the only part of that that felt very ai was game on and happy watching i was like that's just that's just words that's verbs and yeah. adjectives hello fellow kids yeah that is mashing words together like every title in this video these video game titles are just mashing words together